You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Good to be back again, and um, I didn't have the greatest week, but I think uh, I think there was a few people caught in a few injury traps this week, so not so there's a few things to talk about. Yeah, it wasn't the easiest of weeks. And I shared your sentiment on, on your Twitter. You posted out saying that you think you need eight or nine uh, trades this week. And I was, yep, hands up. Me too, thanks. <laughs> yeah, maybe if we ask nice enough, they'll, they'll give them to us. Maybe, yeah, power of the people. Should we all start some sort of campaign and say, look, <laughs> for this week, can you double digit it, please? <laughs> uh, it, it, it'd be nice, but I don't think um, I don't think they'd do it. But uh, yeah, there there is quite a bit to fix. There is quite a bit to fix. All right, let's get started. I suppose with what are the obvious moves that people have to make because there were some big injuries coming out of the weekend. Hayes and and Grundy, of course, in the rucks. Yeah, Brody Grundy is the really big one, and it'll be interesting to see how people use. Um, use that trade because there's the option to move Tristan Sherry from your forward line into that R2 space and get a premium into your midfielder in your forward line. Um, it's not too late to pick up Braden Pruce at $300,000. Um, and even Sam Hayes at Port Adelaide is on the bubble as, as a rookie this week. He's not someone who I would stick at, uh, at your second ruck position, but um, he's someone that people will be looking to get as well. So maybe it's, Filling your your ruck line this this week with um, Jack Hayes at St Kilda also going out in, injured. Yeah, well, we had one of the callers last night when I sort of um, gave the shout out that I'd be speaking with you uh, throughout the Tuesday. Uh, Benny was mentioning that he um, had Bruce was getting um, he he'd got rid of now of Grundy and Gorn and was going to have um, Bruce and he was looking to trade in for Hayes from Port Adelaide. That was his move that he was going to make. Yeah, um. I mean, Sam Hayes is going to play for the next eight to ten weeks while Scott Lysette is out. But I mean, there's always the there's always the worry that just because Scott Lysette is injured and Sam Hayes is going to be playing, that doesn't give that doesn't stop Sam Hayes from potentially getting injured late, late, later down the track. So I would definitely have a backup plan, especially if if uh, that happens. And uh, Marcus was also saying that he has started to have a look at Kane Farrell, who'd made his way back for Port Adelaide as well. I Kane Farrell, um, he's he uses the ball quite well. He doesn't get his hand on hands on it quite um, quite enough, but he might be a decent option if he's if, if he's scoring okay. Um, Eighty two on the weekend might be a nice little cash cow option, and I, I guess. So a couple of other players that I suppose um, from from looking into it, someone like 
uh, in the rookie space, Horn Francis, he seems to be like he's reaching closer to his ceiling. He He's reaching close to his ceiling, but I would still say that he's a hold this week. His break-even will come down after this week, assuming he reaches about his average. Um, the 39 from a few weeks ago is skewing his break-even, um, and but it should come down to a more achievable level after this week. Okay. And some other names sort of thrown up there as well was Matt Rowell um, and Aaron Hall as being a little bit underwhelming. Well, Aaron Hall is, is injured, so he should definitely be oh, yeah. out of the team, out of your, your team now. And um, Matt Rowell managed to reach 103, which was his break even, meaning he didn't lose or gain any cash. So you didn't see so there was nothing but there was nothing gained, but nothing lost from hold, holding him. But Matt Rowell is probably someone that you could look to move on as well this week. So focusing back around to the rookies, Paddy McCartan's. Went, well, obviously, he was subbed off under the concussion area uh, on the weekend, which wasn't a, a nice thing to watch. But it seems like the talk is that it's not maybe as bad as first feared. Yeah, I think you hold Paddy McCartan for now. It sounds like he should be okay, and um, he could provide a nice loop to get the best score, the best rookie score on your field in defence this week. Okay, and then Joshua Shelley is probably another one who. Uh, only the 35 for him on the weekend gone. I know we've spoken in the past that that's the ride you're going to have with someone like Rochelle, some some big scoring and some low scoring. Yeah, Josh Rochelle, um it's at the point now where he's at the end of his uh at the end at the end of his rookie rope. Um he's he's probably good to go with his break even. He's probably going to stick well above his average from from now on um not the worst hold if other issues like injuries are more pressing, but um, poor scores in his rolling average will mean his break-even does remain high. And if he isn't moved this week, then he'll be a must-trade next week. Uh, some other players that we've followed quite well, and obviously there's a bit of cash that they generated, but Nick Dacos, how much longer should we hold on to Nick Dacos? Uh, he's he's probably still good to hold on to for a, for a little bit longer. Um He's he's reaching a he, he's reaching a point where maybe we have to start thinking about moving him on. But um, he's he's someone who, if you had to hold on to him a little bit longer, then that's not so bad. He's he seems to be scoring not too bad. Um, the two seventy ones in a row is going to make his break even a little bit um, high, but he seems to be. Just, just achieving at the at the moment. And I guess on this same sort of theme of where we should be going, but upgrade seasons sort of hitting us now. What are you thinking in regards to premium upgrades? Where would where would your advice be at the moment in that space? Uh, well, Clayton Oliver, he's above six hundred k, but he's not going to get much cheaper from from here. So he should be the number one target if you can afford him. Otherwise, you've got the likes of Tom Green at five hundred and forty six thousand. Uh, Christian Petrarca at five hundred and fifty-five thousand, and then you got Luke Parker as well that has now has forward eligibility thanks to the dual position additions from um, last week. So that's a few good uh, Oliver Green, Petrarca, and Parker. If you can obviously afford Oliver, he's at the more expensive end of of that. What moves have you made this week? Considering you wish you had eight or nine, what are you thinking you might do for this week? I'm thinking I'm going to move Tristan Sherry to my second ruck position. 
so I can pick up Tom Green and Clayton Oliver uh, using the money uh, from Grundy. Okay, that's a nice one. All right, and um, I think it'd be remiss of us not to talk about the 214 that Callum Mills for Sydney Swans achieved in round six. I know it's not the highest ever total in AFL Supercoach, but to poll over 200 is pretty good. Getting any, getting over one hundred and fifty is is, <laughs> is is very good. So 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 Callum Mills had a great game and thirty seven disposals with thirty four effective or something. Yeah, so super efficient. That was that's yeah. He had a great game. And I think um, we had I had one caller last night. I forgot his name now, unfortunately, but was pumped because he had his captain on Mills. Yeah, he would have come away with a huge score then. <laughs> Oh, so whereas I seem to watch my projected score go down and down. I had Hayes obviously hit with injury, already had English out. So I seem to get um, hit pretty hard. I'm not entirely sure what moves I'm going to make this week because I feel almost paralyzed by the fact that I could make a, a lot of moves. So I need to probably sit down and make sure I make it a couple of smart ones. Yeah, you, you you sent me um, a screenshot of your team, so maybe I need to text you with s- s- some ideas. That'd be very handy for me. <laughs> I've gone down a couple of rounds in the head-to-head uh, for Supercoach, and I'm dropping down in the league, so I need some credibility back so people will trust me. <laughs> oh dear. Anything else before we wind up that uh, we all should be ready for in the world of Supercoach? Uh, there's a few rookies coming on the bubble, not this week, but the week after. Yeah. Um, Paul Curtis played his first game. Ollie Dempsey played his first game. They're two players that are probably going to be some nice cash cows for us to um, keep our upgrading going and the money generation going. And we always tend to make sure we cover it off, but anything in the captaincy and vice-captaincy space we should be looking at as, as targets to put the C on? I'm going to put the vice captaincy on Andy Brayshaw against the Cats on Saturday. Um, I've got a feeling that there might be a nice score coming from him. Um, but just to be safe, I've also put the captaincy on Max Gorn. Max Gorn. He seems to be back up and, and being regular in the scores over 100 after a slowish couple of weeks to start. Yeah, the first couple the first couple of weeks were a little bit worrying, but he comes up against Hawthorne, um, Hawthorne and Max Lynch this this week, and um, Peter Laddam scored 167 against Max Lynch. So I think Max Gorn's slightly better than Peter Laddam's, even if just even if just a little bit. Yeah, no, good call. Well, Damo, it's always a pleasure, and I look forward to having you run cast your eye over my team that I've sent you, and for the advice that I might receive from that. So thanks in advance for any any clues you can give me. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> That's Damo from Jock Reynolds, our super coach coach here on The Overnight Crowd. Always great to speak to him. As always, if you've got questions for Damo, make sure you get him on Twitter at, at DamoSC or you can come through to me on 0433 98 11 16 and I'll save up your questions and put them to Damo next week. All the best with your super coach this week, everyone. Let's talk again in just a moment here on The Overnight Crowd. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.